0: day on
1: CodePen Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to another CodePen Radio. This is number 352 and I have an incredible guest on. This guest, you know, at the beginning of each year we publish the top 100 most hearted pens of the year and Number one this year is especially notable, and she happens to be in more places than number one, but let's talk about number one for a moment. Has really more than twice as many hearts as even number two does, so really stand out. Very unusual to see a pen get this popular. One of the very few pens that ever has more than 10,000 hearts, and I have the creator of that pen with me today on Code Pen Radio. It's Aisha Noor. Hi, Aisha Noor. Welcome. Hi, thanks for joining Thank me. Thank you so
0: much. Thank you for inviting me. I'm super happy and super excited to be here.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I just DM'd you on, on Twitter to see if you'd be up for it, and you were. So, so thanks for that. And of course, I told my team that I'd get to speak with you too for the podcast, and they were excited about it because, you know, to have a code pen superstar <laughs> <like> you <laughs> is great and they had some some questions as well so i have lots of questions of course but i thought it'd be fun to give the team a chance to uh, have have you answer their questions as well marie on our team is curious to ask you if you know so your number one pen was called glass morphism creative cloud app redesign and it, it was a bit of a Perhaps a trend for a little bit there. That glass morphism, where the the background is blurry through the, through the background, is that is number one your favorite pen too, or do you have a different pen that's one of your favorites that you created? Um,
0: actually, uh, glass morphism one of my best, but uh, among them was the um, responsive social platform UI uh, was my favorite because uh, I started this practical UI works with this pen and it, it was just a dribble shot I found to improve my CSS skills, you know. And because, uh, when I shared this pen, I was writing CSS for only uh, six months. <laughs> I didn't expect this pen. Wow. Yes, I didn't expect the, this pen uh, to get um, so much attention after sharing it. And uh, it, it makes me super happy.
1: So that pen is the responsive social platform UI. Yeah, interesting. Okay. So that was, was that this year and it didn't make the list or that was the year before? Mm -hmm.
0: This year, uh, glassmorphism, of course, and great magazine layouts, maybe (laughs) one of my best.
1: (laughs) Okay. So for the, you know, it's, I know this is an audio podcast to people, so it's hard for people to, to 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 see what I see while I'm looking at this, but when you a lot of your pens anyway, or most of them perhaps are full layouts. You know, they have a sidebar and a and a header, and they they look like an application that you'd use. This responsive social platform almost has like a Facebook quality to it, right? What? What what draws you to to make the you know so many things on CodePen are small they're just like one mm-hmm. button yes. or something but you don't you don't stop at just a button you go, you go what draws you to do that
0: actually I, at first I tried to um, CSS drawing and illustration maybe you 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 see my work
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, at this time the illustration is very popular on CodePen uh, I tried something but. Then I decided to do things uh, that would be more useful uh, for me and for people. And I had problems with responsive design. uh, And when a layout uh, was given to me, I I was worried about how how to code easily and where to start. And that's why I decided to code coding dashboards, layouts, and trying to find uh, some fancy layouts from
1: Drupal. So it was about responsive design. Trying to learn that and and get right, just
0: just improve myself. You know, I I was a junior UI developer and I want to improve my CSS skills and I want to use uh, some CSS features as as much as possible.
1: <laughs> Take any one of these examples. Did you when you find, let's say, you find it on Dribble? Is it tend to be the big, the big desktop layout, or do they tend to provide all the? De- Is it you looking at the desktop layout, and then you making the choices about the smaller size no, layout? No, I,
0: I choose a big layout, big um, complete layout. but uh, I, I add some uh, interactions to them uh, to also u- to use the JavaScript. <laughs> And like like model, opening uh, drop-downs, hovering something, uh, animations, something like that.
1: (laughs) Right, so there is some job, some of these do have some JavaScript Mm -hmm, involved.
0: Small, small, kind of. (laughs) But I like CSS more.
1: (laughs) I like to see it because it's it's the kind of javascript that's like you click this you change a class the design changes to change the class and it proves how powerful that yes, is exactly as a design concept yeah it's just you know changing some classes
0: if you add uh, animations also <laughs> it can be more you look powerful <laughs>
1: This episode of CodePen Radio is brought to you in part by Retool. Building internal tools from scratch is slow. It takes a lot of engineering time and resources, so most small software businesses just resign to prioritizing a select few and settling for inefficient hacks and workarounds uh, for every other business process. Don't I know it? It's like building admin tools for yourself. You're like, you've scrapped some junk together, and you're like, ah, good enough. It's not customer-facing. This is just for me. It can be bad. That's what Retool attempts to solve and it does so so well retool helps developers build internal tools faster so you can focus on the software you sell retool offers a complete ui component library so building forms and tables and workflows it's as easy as drag and drop but it's not just a component library more importantly retool connects to basically any data source offering app environments permissions, single sign on out of the box so it offers this escape hatch too so if there's you know custom javascript you need to write write it all good with retool Tool. You can build user dashboards, database GUIs, CRUD apps, and any other kind of software to help speed up and simplify your work without Googling for some component library that you know, may or may not work for you and whatever, debugging dependencies, rewriting boilerplate code, none of that. Just get started with Retool for building those internal tools. Thousands of companies are doing it. Amazon, DoorDash, Peloton, Brex. They all collaborate around custom-built Retool apps to solve internal workflows. To learn more, visit them at retool.com. Thanks for the support. Uh, Rachel on our team was asking about the time. Like, take any one of these, like your, the Glassmorphism one or the resp- you know the Responsive Social Platform. Is it, you know... An hour? Is it hours, days? What kind of time does it take you to do these things? They're really, they're beautiful. So don't tell me an hour. No, no,
0: not time. Uh, actually, I find a design first. And uh, as I said, this is from dribble And I add it to my favorites. Then when I'm available, uh, often, uh, often on weekends, I start coding, just co- start coding. And um, I usually don't start right away and finish on the same day. In fact, uh, sometimes I start and don't look at it all two, three days (laughs) and continue again. Sometimes I finish in two days. But um, if I say they last about eight, 10 hours on average.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Eight to 10 hours for a layout. If I was going to guess, I probably would have guessed that. That's what it feels like. Because it's it's a lot of work.
0: Responsive um, interactions, animations, transitions.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you have a? You do this first, and then this second, and this third. Do you, do you like you know, work on the whole layout first, and add animations at the end, or anything like that, or do you bounce back and forth between tasks?
0: I start uh, um, creating a good layout with good markup HTML markup. Then uh, after that, uh, I add uh, hover animations, small, small, small pieces. (laughs) Then uh, if I if I want to add some uh, JavaScript, like click and open model, something like or toggle dark light, I like dark light switch.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that dark mode thing. Um, was a big has been a big trend the last couple of years and probably for good reason. So something like glass morphism certainly a trend. D- dark mode maybe less of a trend, but more of just a good feature that's relatively new. Are do you keep an eye on that stuff? Where do those ideas come from? Is because you pay attention to the industry, or does it come from work, or or you see that type of stuff on on Dribble? It it leads into Stephen's question from our team here, like. Do you have a, a favorite tr- trend to code?
0: Uh, I don't have a favorite design trend. Actually, I only code uh, what looks really good to me. Uh, when I was making my glass morphism pen, uh, I didn't do it just because it was trending, because it's really nice design, and I thought that I can uh, I could add more interactivity to it. Uh, and I also love coding um, minimal and clean designs. Uh, also, try to code things that will contribute to my developments and things that I can use later in my work life. And like video players, skateboard video players, a pen, and how small hover animations, micro interactions, responsive design, etc. It's not have a <laughs> has a. Favorite design trends, actually.
1: Yeah. So, no favorites, but just you have an eye for design. And if you like it, you code it.
0: (laughs) Of course. Yes.
1: (laughs) On the skateboard video platform you mentioned, the hover effect is really cool. It's like static images, and you hover over them. They grow a little bit, but they also turn into a video, which is really interesting. Thank you. I really like that. It kind of pushes some... There's a lot of little detail here, you know? It pushes the duration away. It makes the avatar a little smaller. It's stuff that you didn't have to do. It would be still probably cool, even if you didn't do it. But the fact that you did really takes it to another level.
0: Yeah, it's a it's, it's challenge for me. Let's try this. Let's try this. And it's making happen.
1: <laughs> well, the year switched over. It's 2022 now, so do you have anything uh, in the works? Is there any trends on Dribbble you're seeing that you have your eye on? How, what are your favorites looking like on Dribbble now? Yes,
0: uh, as I said, uh, I, I follow the design transform from Dribbble and also some so- social media platforms. Yeah. Um, In fact, there is no design trend that catches my eye, actually, but I see the illustrations are used uh, less than in previous year, I I think. Looks like they have been replaced by um, shapes, like 3D shapes.
1: Oh, really? Interesting. I think
0: think so. And I often see design with a grayish background. You know, there are high contrast typographic, uh, minimal designs like my Greek magazine (laughs) layout. And I, I think I predict that designs created by mixing fonts with shapes, uh, photos and emojis or putting texture on it and, and choosing different fonts with complex forms, maybe uh, will be popular. This
1: year. Uh, like. I like that. Okay. Okay. Il- you heard it here first, people. Illustration is out. <laughs> shapes <Yes>. are in. <laughs>
0: yes.
1: Interesting fonts are um, in.
0: More modern.
1: I think if I had to pick my favorite pen of yours, and it is a hard thing to do, but I really like that modern blog layout with CSS Grid, which there's just something, it's just very simple. The lines on it are, I tried to 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 recreate it even in um, Figma. Like, a des- like what if I was going to redesign, say, my blog CSS Tricks, but make it look like this? Really? You know, have that <laughs> newspaper look. I thought for, I, I haven't... Uh, Completed the design yet? But I'm like, well, I'll d- I'll do like Isoneur did, and I'll put a line here, and the sidebar will have a line, yes. and you know the thing. And I couldn't get it. I couldn't. I don't have as good as taste as you do. Like I I could replicate a little bit of what you have going on, but it doesn't look as amazing as this does. Uh, I just love it. That's one of my favorites.
0: Yes, I think fonts fonts may be uh, important in that uh, UI. Mixing fonts, different
1: fonts. Right, you can't just pick a different font and have it work. It needs to be this font. <laughs> so you're a typographer too. Oh, we can't. You're too good. So thanks for those trends. That's that's interesting. And 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 Stephen also asked, what are your sources of inspiration? You've already mentioned Dribble and
0: Yes, I've said over and over. <laughs> yes, Dribble. <laughs> there are really great great designs out there. I think I I see inspiring things in there. Uh, there are some designers I follow, you know. Uh, and by the way, uh, I, I always add the designer's name and link under my pen detail, but uh, no one looks there. Uh, they think that I, I am creating the design also and coded at the same time, but I am not a designer. I am a UI developer. I want to say that <laughs> once again.
1: Right. So you credit the original designer in the details.
0: Yes. And also, um, at the same time, I'm sharing the code pen link uh, as a comment on Dribble. Uh, so I I like uh, that's um, it's like you know uh, hey, hey there's someone around here inspired by you. Uh, see, I coded your design.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's the right thing to do. If you if you it's one thing to credit it where you've built it. And yeah, you know, yeah, it's cool to go back to where they originally created it and show them. And it looks like you've done that every time. Yeah, that's great. God, it's so cool how that one scrolls
0: <laughs> in the
1: middle. You know, I think it's a beautiful pen, the, again, the modern blog layout, that it looks beautiful even without any movement or interaction at all. And then you do the interaction and you're like, oh my God, wow. <laughs> <laughs> What an unexpected way for it to to behave.
0: Minimal, minimal design. I liked.
1: <laughs> so I've talked to some other, you know, prolific creators on CodePen, and I've, that that like getting inspiration from Dribble seems to be a um, a common theme. And another theme is that you know, it's nobody's job to make pens, <laughs> you know, we don't, we don't have a way to do revenue sharing from popular pens, unfortunately. So people uh, have to do other work and it's, it's, it's common that the work you do on CodePen isn't exactly like the work that you do professionally. Is that true for you too? Are you, you work at JotForm, right?
0: Yes, Actually, my day-to-day work not uh, exactly the kind of work I do in CodePen. Uh, we are developing our own product, maybe you know. Um, we work in a more limited area in terms of creativity. <laughs> we listen uh, to our user requests, you know, like enterprise-specific requests and adding new features, solving their problems. Uh-huh. And I mostly deal with CSS problems too. I, and also I handle the UI parts while adding new features parts. Uh, so I, I, it's not exactly the same.
1: <laughs> no, so does that feel healthy to you that you get to chance to explore different things in different ways and
0: yes yes exactly i i used CodePen for this reason to to improve my um creativity
1: <laughs> i'm just curious if you were on CodePen before you got that job did it was it involved in any way or was it like was it was at a place where you could demonstrate look i Clearly no CSS.
0: Uh, Yes. uh, Actually, my purpose while doing this, uh, as I said, uh, improve my CSS because Since uh, I've already made UIs that can be used easily in practice, people can use it directly in their own projects. And also, I like open source. Um, I like to create useful and practical things for people, but uh, thanks to these works, I have done... In CodePen, uh, many many freelance job uh, offers have come. And yes, I've learned... Great, really? Yes, yes, yes. Can you do this uh, for me, please? Uh, (laughs) Like that?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's great. I'm not sure if you do that or not. I know sometimes jobs have that kind of freedom and sometimes you don't. So we don't have to talk about that here. But because that leads to my next question. I'm curious, there are... There are places that sell templates online. So usually when I come across a beautiful web template, there's a place to go buy it. You know, like like don't you know, here's a taste, but don't you want to buy the complete dashboard set for $99 or whatever? I think of companies like Envato that have made that their whole business thing. Certainly you're qualified to do that. Have you thought about trying to make money off the this type of work you do
0: not actually i i've never tried this kind of job because i'm very busy by the way (laughs) Uh, because if i find a um, free time i i just uh, use kotban and try some new things
1: (laughs) i understand i'm i feel the same way i'm too busy to mess around with (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) you know maybe if i had a a lot more free time or was in desperate need of money perhaps but well, thank you for that, because everything on CodePen that's a public pen is open source. Mm-hmm. So that means that even even your beautiful pens, people could uh, take the code from and try to use on their own if they wanted to. Of course. It's. Uh, I've already kind of asked you if it's just for fun, and it. It's. Um, is it actually fun though? I mean, you've mentioned that it's useful to build your your skills in a way, but if there was, if it wasn't fun at all, I can't imagine you'd continue doing it. Yes, uh, it oh,
0: exactly. Uh, yes, it, it's definitely helped me. Uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes in my work life, a bug comes from the user when I, I just look at back back at uh, one of my pen and I see how I solve it there. You know, it has made me faster when solving bugs at work or coding a design. Um, like, I, there's a similar, similar problems uh, like this come from our users as well. I can immediately review the code, uh, the fixed errors, because my speed of reviewing uh, and understanding the code has increased thanks to the code pen. Oh,
1: nice. Yes.
0: At the same time, I am also having a lot of fun uh, coding them sometimes I find a beautiful design and challenge myself uh, to see if I can do it this uh, and creating something and and sharing it with people makes me really happy and it's it's fun to watch interactions uh, on Twitter <laughs> and following likes and reading comments and getting feedback about the about my pants it, by the way, thank you so much again to my followers. <laughs>
1: Those are the right people to thank. And it? it's really yes. fun to see that. I can see you experiment in other ways. For example, the responsive social platform UI is in SaaS and it uses some setup of SAS variables at the top to change stuff, things like fonts and colors. And then a year later. Here we are at the glassmorphism being the number one pen and the, all the variables are in CSS custom properties on this pen. So there's a little bit of difference in the technologies in use. Do you th- think about that stuff too? Do you, you do get excited about some new technology and try it out in new pens? Is there any technology or? eyeing up?
0: Yes, I, exactly. I, I can say that I am uh, excited about the container query.
1: Container <laughs> queries, yes.
0: Yes, I, I think it is something that's really uh, requested and necessary, I I guess. I When i creating a responsive design, <laughs> uh, I, I often use a media query to change the document layout uh, based on the size of the viewport. Um, but um, However, many designs have common components uh, that change layout depending on uh, the available width of their container. You know, this may not always related to size of the viewport, <laughs> uh, but yes, yes, but instead related to where, uh, where in the layout the component rep- is placed. Uh, instead of looking at the viewport size, uh, we can look at the container size and make our uh, make our layout adjustments according to the space in the container and it would be great I think I, I I really like I really want to use it.
1: <laughs> yes yes yes. there is a a good looking polyfill mm-hmm. now so I um, I think we can at least get started playing with it. I have a little bit, but I haven't, I'm not sure about, about, you know, sending it to production yet, but certainly I would play with it on CodePen. I'm curious. So you write a lot of media queries. A lot of these pens have, are, it almost feels like the point of the pen is the responsive design nature of it. So there's lots of media queries in the code. I wonder if, do you have a sense of how many of those media queries would become, container queries, if you could? is you think it's half? I think half. Often. That's my guess, too, but I haven't ref- I want to refactor a site someday and see how many switch. Uh, that's my guess, too, is so- somewhere around half. I think in the early days, I'm like, 90% but I don't think that's true anymore, now that I've played with it a no, lot. No, no.
0: I don't think that's true, yes. <laughs> 90% is really...
1: Well, we're the same. I'm really excited about that. I'm also excited about the container queries, meaning that, or uh, container units, so that if you were trying to size something inside of a container that you can do it based on how big the container is. I think that goes hand in hand with the container queries, mostly for typography. you You know that this thing has more space, so you might size the fonts a little bigger not based on the viewport, but the component itself. Well, I think I've asked all the questions that we have lined up uh, to to ask you. So thank you so much for that, very useful. I wonder if we could end by, if there's anything else that you thought of during this that we could share with people, or if you have any advice for your fellow CodePen people on perhaps how to get better.
0: Uh, Keep going, I think. People can uh, see my first pen actually in the code pen, uh, in my uh, internship process. I I never uh, delete this pen. Uh, They they can see uh, how I uh, progress uh, in the CSS and they can start uh, in this way.
1: I think, I think I, I, I'm scrolling back and your profile that your first pen is a calculator and it still looks nice. It looks nice, but you can tell that you've gotten a lot better since yes. then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, that's a very funny idea. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on CodePen Radio. I really appreciate your time. Thank you.
0: thank you so much, Chris. I am very happy to invite you to me and I am big fan of yours and of CodePens and CSS Tricks. <laughs> Thank you for everyone.
1: <laughs> Likewise. Right. Have a great rest of your day. Take care.
0: Take care. See you.